just like this year, it was a Monday. And uh, Monday morning, I was uh, in my bedroom. My dad had already uh, had breakfast. I was still in bed in the back of the house. And approximately five, there was this uh, terribly, I mean, it's hard to describe, loud explosion. Ten sticks of dynamite uh, exploded beneath the hood of his car. Somebody had come up during the night. These members of this Dixie Mafia and... uh, Two of them, uh, well, one of them in particular came up and uh, wired the car with dynamite. And when my dad turned the key to the car that morning, uh, it ended his life. I was reading the AJC account of this, a wonderfully written piece by Jim Galloway, Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Matter of fact, it's on our website, WGAUradio.com. Happenstance that your dad was in that car, it might have just as well been you or some other member of your family. Well, my mother was supposed to take my sister Peggy. She just turned 16. We were coming into Athens to get her driver's license. They were going to put me in the car to go to Haddock, Georgia, where my sisters already were. And I was going to take a Greyhound bus down there. So my mother, my sister, and I uh, were supposed to take that car. My sister, the night before uh, this all happened, told her dad, said, don't don't forget, we're taking your car. And uh, he had, a, he had the court case. He was actually going to present evidence to the grand jury that morning that would uh, be the case against the man who would, <clears throat> excuse me, eventually be uh, uh, convicted of killing him. Richard Horde with us. So, so that establishes the connection then, why these people were particularly targeting your father at that particular moment. Yeah, he had conducted a raid against uh, Mr. Park's establishment in the spring of that year. And uh, he, uh, th- this was pretty much a vengeance killing. We, uh, you know, looking back at things, uh, this, this uh, group had been going on for years and years, as you have said. And uh, uh, here comes this whippersnapper who hadn't been in Jefferson all that long, and he's coming in and raiding a place. And uh, Mr. Park uh, basically said, uh, I want him done away with and paid the money uh, to have him killed. And, and talking to GBI agents later, he said if, if they'd uh, done what they thought uh, you know, could have been done and gone to Detroit or Chicago and uh, hired somebody to come in, professionals, they might have got away with it. But uh, they sort of hired locals, somebody who had never uh, set a bomb before, and they left some traces, and they were, you know, leaving those traces in that trail, it went back to Cliff Park. Again, uh, Richard Horde with us, a Reverend Richard Horde, Coney River Methodist Church here in Athens. Uh, his father killed 50 years ago today to be memorialized this evening. Uh, I have it in front of me someplace here. Uh, at a 7 o'clock tonight, the historic courthouse in Jefferson. What's going to happen there this evening? You're going to speak, obviously. What else? I'm going to read a little bit. We're going to celebrate his life a little bit. Uh, he was killed at, you know, by 7:30 on Monday, August 7th. By Tuesday, August 8th, we've had the funeral. I mean, the next day mm. we had the funeral. Everybody's walking around in shock. People are stunned for weeks, of course. And tonight, I'm going to celebrate his life a little bit. Who he was. Uh, I'll I'll read from the memoir about that murder. Uh, uh, the book that I wrote, uh, Alone Among the Living, uh, just got named, by the way, as a Georgia Reads by uh, University.
University of Georgia Press, Georgia Public Broadcasting, and uh, uh, Georgia Humanities. And I'll read from that. And I also got a new book that uh, goes back to those days. My protagonist is a teenager in the 60s, growing up in a place in which he's trying to be sheltered from crime, but he stumbles into it. And uh, that, that's my uh, fourth book. Uh, all of those events and that sordid childhood, I guess, made a writer out of me. <laughs> well, it also made a minister out of you, and that's something else that, that Jim Galloway in the AJC noted, that uh, you, and I, I believe he put it this way, you go into the forgiving business, the forgiveness business. Uh, your sister, on the other hand, also a survivor of this, obviously, uh, is, is herself now involved, is what, a prosecutor, right? Yeah, well, we're, as I say, we're both on the same team. I'm, I try to get to people before they ever have to get to, you know, <laughs> the lawyers. <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, uh, God was very gracious to me, opened up my eyes about two years after this uh, murder, because I was, I was headed in a, I, I was a time bomb myself at 16 um, after going through all this stuff. And, you know, I, I mercifully was uh god just touched me opened my eyes and i guess august 7th was my awakening to a great evil and then two years later was my awakening that there were good things in the world that god created so that's uh and that takes me actually maybe it even answers the question i was about to ask here i mean this sort of thing this is the sort of thing they make movies about television shows we watch this stuff this doesn't really happen it happens when it does to other people well you're other people in this case what what's the legacy there do you the rest of your family well you know we uh, this happens and it can just destroy the survivors and uh, Floyd Hoard's children all ended up going on, and um, three of us went to college and got advanced degrees, and uh, one became very successful uh, working in a police station and then opened uh, her own store. And the kids, uh, the family came out of this, and I think my sister kind of, the lawyer kind of, told me this when she was doing prosecution cases, that she'd listen to people who had gone through hardships, and she'd describe her own situation and then say, "My, what I'm saying is, what's your point? You know, she's over here prosecuting, and you're, you've had some things happen to you, and you're over there, and you're a victim, and you've stayed a victim. And I don't think we've stayed victims. I think that's what uh, the family has uh, pressed on. Uh, mother's still alive. She's a uh, uh, not in the best of health, but she's uh, got good days and bad days. And on a good day this week, she's flying up to New York to see some shows. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> good for her. Good for her. And again, your event, uh, 7 o'clock this evening at the Historic Courthouse in Jefferson. Uh, Richard Hort, thanks so much for your time this morning. I know a busy day for you. We'll let you get to it. Thanks for being with us this morning. Thank you, Tim, very much.